Welcome everyone to another episode of the Good Milf Podcast. Good Milf Podcast with your host Krista. It's fucking wild. We are alive in Las Vegas, not live, alive, because it's been, I've been here five days, and me and Jen just started recording this episode. (laughs) We have collectively slept. 12 hours. (laughs) Over the course of five days, and it's been amazing. Collectively, so that means between the both of us, we've had a total of 12 hours in the past five days. Yes, exactly. But we are live in Las Vegas with the queen of erotic poetry herself, Jen from Japan. Hey, what's going on? So glad we could finally actually record. Yeah, me too. We've had a great five days. It's been amazing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Fun fact, Jen is one of my oldest friends. We've known each other for over our whole lives, basically. And this weekend was the first time I've ever seen you perform. It's crazy. Yeah, or host any type of event. Um, And it was so awesome to see. Um, I came to experience the hype of her eardrum erotica. She's the Shakespeare of sex. Um, When I was at the show, she was literally fucking people's eardrums. Men, women, they, you know, girl, wait. What is it? Girls, gays, and theys, and guys. But you've always had a great voice, and I remember you doing radio in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, what was like your whole journey? Because literally, we started out in Japan. I remember she was in Drama Club, and we've just been best friends ever since. And then now she's in Vegas performing her art for all kinds of people performed at small mm-hmm. underground places mm-hmm. and then even like didn't you go to like virgin on the strip, on the strip? um yeah um uh, i did brooklyn bowl in january which is amazing it, it's pretty much the concept brooklyn bowl is like a big bowling alley but it's like an event venue as mm-hmm. well so they do it's kind of like really cool um, it's super dope it's right um it's actually right there by the link <laughs> <laughs> it's actually where that link is it's like down underneath the uh, ferris wheel what um, okay. Yeah, we're kind of sitting on Vegas right now. We, we yeah, got a great we've got view. a nice view, 360 de- <laughs> degree view of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, I do want to say, everywhere I go in the world, and Jen is there, you know where all the shits is. <laughs> she knows where all the cool shit is, and it's not going to even be mainstream shit. It's like the underground cool shit that, like. I think if you're like a true artist or true lover of life and food in the city, like sometimes you don't want to be where all the mainstream tourists are, you know? And especially I feel like in a place like Vegas, we did do some mainstream things, but I think majority of our time was spent like off strip, off strip. I became a local (laughs) for five days. So that was awesome. Um, But we are here today to talk about Jen's words and how, I was trying to make this academic. Essentially, we're trying to get some flirting tips, some dating tips, some sexing tips, some man talking tips, because all the the years that I've known Jennifer, she has been a magnet for hot, sexy men. And I have no complaints about it being, (laughs) being the third wheel 
at of when I see these this magnetism magnetism take place because of course the hot sexy guy always has hot sexy friends. Facts. Yeah, but poetry is like one of the oldest um, art forms, mm -hmm. you know, along with sex. Right. Um, so I actually looked up the oldest poem ever found was from a king. Or no, no, just kidding. It was written by a woman to a king, and she was the sneaky link. Mm. And they found it on a fucking stone tablet. That mm. bitch, like, made that love poem for him. She was chiseling. Yeah. <laughs> she was chiseling. That dick was tight. That dick was good. <laughs> that dick was so good. If she... a man got me chiseling on a rock, <laughs> just to send a message, that's a fire-ass dick. I mean. <laughs> oh shit so some of it like I'll, I'm gonna read a little bit of the poem it's kind of cute it's like dear to my heart godly is your beauty mm. honey sweet mm. lion Rawr. that part was minute <laughs> lion dear to my heart goodly is your beauty honey sweet and then the last they didn't put this part in it but they said the last three po uh, last three lines of the poem was an invitation for sex. So it was like the original you up text. Mm. But she had to chisel she that chisel it. So it took her you about- How did they deliver that one? Do you think she delivered it She like, threw it by through hand? a window. <laughs> did she have a messenger? No, she just threw it. I hope you find it too. <laughs> Isn't that what people do throw rocks at windows? Oh yeah, so romantic. But they probably didn't have glass windows. Oh, they probably maybe they could have. No, but she was chiseling on. Rocks. She was chiseling rocks. So she. Uh, so does that mean she lived in a cave? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, if she was chiseling, she was. I'm just saying. When did they start writing? Or printing? I, I we need to look that up. Yeah, because uh, sex manuals are actually the oldest form of erotic literature, and it was mostly rich, uh, rich white people that had them, white men rather, that would have secret erotic literature and pictures in their castles. I guess you would say. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So uh, essentially, are the chateaus? <laughs> the chateaus. So essentially erotica has its roots kind of in this like patriarchal institution. And um, it's, it's so fascinating to watch because we talked about this a little bit mm -hmm. about how sexually explicit talk or lyrics, especially when they're written or performed mm -hmm. by women, it's mm -hmm. always seen as a negative. Right. But I feel like your poetry is not really ever perceived that way. Right. Because when, when I went to your show, you had... You know, you would think, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but women are the worst um, haters of other women. Of course. But I noticed at your show and when we go around uh, to all the different places, one, you're like a little celebrity and I love it. <laughs> we went to this place, it was fucking closed and they're like, oh, you gotta order, you gotta order on the phone. And she's like, it's Jen from Japan. And um, they were like, uh, literally we waited out the door for like two seconds and then the, some guy opened the door and invited us in. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the like, best this food ever? Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> that food was so fucking dope. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying, you know, every, but anyway, so yeah, um, when it comes to women, but I noticed women, men alike come, came, would come to you and be like, that was so fucking dope. Like it wasn't like how, you know, 
the only way I can equate it, I feel, because it's in the erotic area, mm -hmm. is like sexual, like, you know, we're Vegas, there's strippers, escorts, right. whatever. Right. You would think it would kind of get a negative connotation a little bit, but it's not. It's like the complete opposite, and I feel that's so empowering. You know what I mean? Um, so there's, I feel there's definitely a double standard when it comes to the sexually explicit lyrics for men and women. Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced any um, hate? Like, you know, when Cardi B did WAP. Mm -hmm. Did you ever experience anything similar to that with uh, people that have heard your songs or poetry or whatever? Um, honestly, if, if there was any negative energy towards it, it wasn't to my face. Yeah, because she'd be blocking that negative energy. I'm telling you, that shit's wild. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't, it, I don't really, I, and you know, the, there's ways to do it to where... I ensure that I want to include everybody in it, and it depends on my audience. So I really play to the audience I have in front of me. Mm -hmm. You know, if I see a bunch of women, I make sure I do something for them. And, you know, the men, I do something for them. I do something for everyone collectively. Um, it just, it really depends on the audience. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do until I see who I'm doing it for. That's um, dope. Because I know people create sets and stuff, and I do have intentions of like, I want to do this, this, and this. But I walk into a venue, and I see just the crowd, and I feel the energy. It'll kind of drive me to do a set depending on what that feeling is for Yeah. Me. So sometimes it could be erotic. Sometimes it's not. And yeah. sometimes... I do kid-friendly events, which I do my, you know, kid-friendly poetry, or, you know, I'll do adult-only with alcohol and stuff, and then it just gets raunchy, you know, mm -hmm. because you have to, the Read name of the, the game room. is, right, and the name of the game is, if I'm on the mic, I want people to pay attention, right? Yeah, and they so do. Um, so how have your words helped you in the dating department? Like, any funny, crazy stories, because I feel like you are such a magnet and you just attract a lot of energy, but it's based off your the way you speak and your words you use. So how has that helped in terms of, let me fucking stop. Bitch, let, give me your tips for sexting, dating, <laughs> and picking up men. That's what, I, I'm trying to make this like professional and I'm like, everybody just wants to know the tips. Well, yeah, and we're best friends, yeah, so let's yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, I mean, gosh, it's been crazy. I, you know, I've gone through so many different phases in life. So, it, you know, being in a relationship and trying to do this, yeah. is, you know, is, is a challenge in itself. Being single and doing this is a challenge in itself. Um, but I can say that it definitely has helped me to an extent um, because it's, a, you know, it's given me, like, I, I can read a room. I read people. I see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, you know, in that sense, but I think I've always kind of had like, um, I've always been a, I've always been the homie. Mm -hmm. I think that's where it comes from. To be honest, I think let's 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 actually bring it back. Now, okay. with me sitting here thinking about what you're saying and putting some thought into it, I think actually my life has helped me with my poetry. Okay, the opposite. Yeah, because I've always been, you know the homie to all the guys like yeah. I always had more guy friends yeah. like you were like my only friend a female you yeah. know what I mean friend yeah. at one point you yeah. know what I mean so it's kind of like with all my experiences being around guys and kind of being the because I was always a tomboy I yeah. just always you know was that kind of vibe so I learned a lot about men mm -hmm. because they were always my friends so I yeah. kind of had the inner you know like the inner um 
I guess I was a part, I was part of the inner circle. Mm -hmm. You know, I always, I was always very adamant on ensuring that um, I was listening or mm -hmm. I was paying attention. I like, I knew, I wanted to know what men wanted. Mm. You know, like I wanted to be because I, because it's, I get it. I, I, I'm not taking away from like, I know we have to, as men, you know, you, you men have to take care of women, but I think what, what gets forgotten in the, you know, I've never, I just believe I've met some really great men in my life mm -hmm. and I've had some really great male friends that like, I actually am one of those people that's like, I know that men are, can be great, but I know that because of the, you know, because of life and, um, you know, social norms, social norms, you know, men tend to be very guarded, um, mm -hmm. because that's not masculine to share feelings yeah so i kind of have taken the like other approach of like no like i'm your safe zone you mm, can share a safe with me. space safe yeah space. everybody wants a safe space and right. i think that's important so i like that you touched on that as far as what helped um as far as uh your relationships with men whether friendships or romantic and i think the safe space is that part because then that means if there's a safe space there's communication there's respect and there is this mutually beneficial exchange of energy. Right. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of more what kind of has, the poetry was just a product of, you know, because my poetry is always based on life or inspired by life because some of it isn't all true it's like mm -hmm. imagination but like yeah. some of it's true maybe a little bits and pieces but it's like <laughs> you know it's like kind of i always tell people always ask me is it real and i'm like some of it be like the know? energy is fucking real but, that energy you know? is real that's all you gotta oh, say oh yeah the, the energy. energy i think i've always exuded kind of like that that energy that kind of sex that sexual sensual yeah sexual you have energy. a very sensual aura yeah. and i think that's kind of it just plays i just realized that i want do you know where your venus together. and mars are in your birth chart i can check yeah let's check that but um yeah. so i'm checking i right love now. that you are very um academic with that explanation but now you want to hear the shit i want to hear the shit <laughs> I want to hear the shit. So, okay, what are we looking for? Uh, Venus, Venus and Mars. Your Venus is in the twelfth house, and your Mars is in the first. Ooh, it's both. And Mars they're both and in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Aquarius is like a emotion one, so that's probably why you're so good at that. Where's your Mercury Sag in the tenth house? That tenth house is your MC, your job where you get highlighted the most, and Mercury and Neptune. These two have to do with, I think, communication and talking. We'll look it up later. Yeah. But um, so I went online and I went and found some uh, sexting tips, mm -hmm. and I picked the ones that I like the best. So because it is 2022, you got to get consent first, right? I mean, especially if you're not really dating the person. I was like, wait, what? Consent to send the dirty, dirty text. I guess if you're not really dating yet, you need, you should get the permission first, or you just like, is it okay if I sext you? I don't know. That's the thing. That's all. Every single fucking article said consent first, and I so I was like, maybe I have to put this. Maybe it's like a. Um, I mean, that's good to know. Um, but this, is, I don't think I. But ever... if I'm fucking a guy, I think it's already pre. 
determined that it's okay to sext. Because you've already had Because we've already fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. And then That's if he's like, I don't want to sex that. from you, Krista. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh shit, my bad. I thought we were like, fuck it. Like, right. Maybe we don't need, you know. I, mean, I don't know. I think it's, I, I'm always one of those people that like likes, I hate when people kind of try to plan things before like I'm very organic and very like <laughs> ride the wave mm -hmm. I guess you can say and I hate when people say something like um okay so let's say I'm I'm dating okay dating app for example meet somebody and then it's like um yeah you know we kind of you know chatting a little bit you know the basics right your name and where you're from you know just that's a hey we should like meet sometime and mm -hmm. go on a date but then it becomes Oh, well, yeah, when we see each other, yeah, you know, I just want to, like, I'm going to want to put my hands all over. I'm like, why do they have to paint me the picture through text? How about we just meet, and then if the vibe is good, yeah, you can, that's the one That's there. what I don't like. Yeah. So that's actually, for me, a turnoff. When somebody yeah. just kind of comes at me before I even met them. Yeah. To do, yeah, agree, to agree. do the sexy talk. Like, because then that'll make me kind of pump my brakes. I get it. His intentions may be just like, I just want to have sex with you. And my intentions may be more like, I don't even know if I want to have sex with yeah. you. So I'm more of a, I like to, like, I tell people all the time, they're like, why are you on dating apps? I'm like, because it's another way to meet people. Yeah. There's no expectation. That's here. how, yeah. I was talking to, you um, know? I've had like ex hinge dates on the dating app. And I literally, I've either, I either don't talk to the guys anymore or they become really good friends. Right. And part of my like circle in some way. Right. Exactly. So, that's yeah. kind of, yeah, absolutely. Like that's kind of where it just becomes a little bit, um, I, maybe it's the old school in me because mm -hmm. like I am older. I'm not yeah. like, you know, one of these, you know what I'm saying? Little 20 year olds that just, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, you know, no, I'm like, I require like conversation and yeah. I want to like get to know you or whatever, you know, we can go have a drink. We can go have food. We can go smoke like a bar yeah. or whatever. Like, but let's see I if just, the vibes you know, are right to see if you that's are even my, fuckable. And that's exactly. And it's like, okay, yeah, but I just want to know. I'm like, once no, again. Yeah. You got to check the vibes. And then that's where it's like, well, well she's kind of busy. Yeah. It's I'm not like, going to work. It's not going to work because, you know, and I get it and that's okay. But I'm not going to say, I'm not going to like, you know, waver on my, you know, just because that's what you want. Like, yeah. no, I mean. Yeah. So, so consent is the first one. Is consent is the first one, which is I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that, but yeah, I guess you're right. I guess for I get, me, our, it's more of a. I never even thought about it like that, but I think, yeah, I mean, I can see where that would be kind of a good thing, but I typically don't send out sexy. I don't sext if the guy. If me and him have already had a sexual relationship and that happens, so be it. I'm already kind of like, I'm like, okay. But even then, sometimes I'm still very, like, cutesy with it. The smirks, mm -hmm. the very vague, you know. Like, ambiguous sexting. Right. That's what I like to do. I like to right. do the ambiguous sexting. Now, right. if I'm really... Um, if me and him already have done it and we're, like, in, we're in there. We're yeah. like, we already fucked we're, or whatever. Um, then, yeah, it's a little... It's, it becomes a little bit different. Um... If we haven't had that yet, and then it, it, they're trying to like kind of like pull that out of me, it really depends on how it's done. Like if it's really just kind of like, I'm just trying to fuck, I wanna see what you about, what are we gonna do, how, you know what I mean? I'm trying to stick my dick at you, or whatever. Usually that kind of energy, if it's really just kind of upfront and abrasive like that, I, I play back. Yeah, like I, I do the my same breaks. thing, yeah. I do the same thing. Unless they sexy as fuck. No, I'm joking, <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs>
says. I feel, you know, if you're pretty, sometimes you get a little, you, get, you know what I'm saying? You, you make exceptions. <laughs> you get a little pass. You make exceptions. <laughs> you're like, no, maybe now we can do dinner or something. But you know what he wants, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what? No, but I mean, it, it just, it just really depends on the person. It depends yeah, it on, does, yeah. it depends on, because I, I don't even want to classify it as like, okay, if all men send me crazy text message, I'm going to be like, no, no, because I've had men approach me and I've been a little bit like, it, it was kind of a, the way they approached me on anybody else, I might've been like, but the way they did it was very tactful. The way that the words, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little strategy behind, you know, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's like so almost it's like a courting. It Almost is. Like a, it is. It's a little bit of a. It's what's a, a cooler a, way to say court? Because I well, that guess it's very Shakespearean. It's like a ping pong, you know, uh, back and forth. Yeah, you know the game or like. Um, it's like a tango. It's a like tango. A dance. There we go. It's like, like a, a dance tango. of words. And either it's either gonna work. You guys are gonna have the chemistry to where it'll be like you can play on. You know, play that with each other, or you're gonna be like, no. Like yeah. You hear like, you know what I mean? You're like, no, this music we're making ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, I know it's crazy, but it really does depend on the person. Like if I'm, yeah, because you can feel every person you meet, you initially have a feeling about them. Yeah. You can feel if their energy, if you know, you like... can kind of feel like where you're like a, a natural or like an automatic and instantaneous yeah. attraction to somebody Yeah. because maybe you like the way they look, but also the way they carry themselves. So you're just like, so when they speak, you're like, Oh, I'm a little bit more receptive. Whereas somebody I wouldn't have maybe been as maybe attracted to outright, but like they kind of put themselves out there and be like, I'm attracted to you. Mm -hmm. So it kind of plays out differently. So really it depends on the, yeah. the, the vibe I get from the man. See, I'm the same you know? way too. Then, I mean, it then depends kinda, on the vibe. It does. Cause I don't really have like a set, like, rule list yeah i don't have a set rule list I, I do the vibe and then i go based off the consistency and the effort of the man facts yeah but i'm pretty inconsistent this is vip territory <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty inconsistent it's <laughs> vip it's the v i'll be the i <laughs> and we're waiting for the p Anyways, all right, so my favorite thing, so when I do sext or I'm like trying to like build it up, mm -hmm. the energy, um, I take my time, I do very visual words, I use a lot of vivid vocabulary and adjectives. Um, or something I've done where I didn't know what to write but i i knew the guy that i was with wanted to like he will you know i was you know he was off somewhere and i was like mm. you know i could tell this was what was going to happen in the text i just narrated a porn i watched that's really smart yeah i just pulled up some kind of like sexy porn and i just like narrated it i had it on mute and you just narrate it and you can text it and voice memo do you do a lot of voice memos no you should you should start doing voice messages when you text message your men oh i see what you're saying yeah so they can hear your voice yeah they have to pay for that <laughs> you know i'm weak and that's facts yeah you have to buy a ticket to a show sorry right. come, friend come, come to a show yeah catch me live so the words that i've noticed that are very successful in the people or in the men that i've talked to uh and then give me some of your examples so okay. wet slide slippery so any sound anything that you can hear see uh feel in your brain 
I yeah. feel like you have to use very, using the adjectives helps. Yeah. Uh, Cause you're creating a picture, you know right. what I mean? Um, well, give us some, what do you, what is your thing? What do you think is a good, what, ha, what has worked really well with uh, men with, for you, even in the past? Um, just in general, like, like talking to them. Like how? Um, every man is different. So it depends mm -hmm. on what they like. You know, some men like, like to be disrespected. You know what I mean? Like I, it's crazy. Um, I want to find these men. I love <laughs> to disrespect a man. I love Yeah. This, I yeah. mean, I've had, I mean, there was a guy. Come holler at me if you want to be disrespected. <laughs> yeah. And this, this guy met, he liked to, um, he liked to be like, you know, he liked the, like, either be told what to do or, you know, it'd be Let's like, bring oh, it back. Yeah. So the guy that liked to be disrespected, what is something you said to him? Man. Um, let's see. I, and me and him have, we never, we, you know, it was just kind of one of those online type shits. Like we've never, him and I have never physically ever met each other. Or what? Like so that. you were just like talking shit to this man on the internet. Yeah, because that's what that's what he wanted. It was, it was like deeper than that. Um, I'm sure you guys were like like talking. Who'd pay me? <laughs> yo, hell yes. That's he would he was just like yo, I'll throw you some cash but if you just. That's your but it was just words. I never had to use your and voice. I never had to use my voice. It was all through text. But he like liked reading like, your words. Yeah, like he wanted, he, he was like, look, I'll- So he, he had like, a private poet on yes, deck to yeah. be serenaded by. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, and he, he was just like, yo, I'll pay you just to talk crazy to me. And I'm just like, all right, what the fuck do you want me to say? I'm like, you dirty bitch. Like shit like that. <laughs> oh, and he well, loved it. That is wild. Yeah, I'm like you're fucking disgraceful. He liked that shit, because that's what he liked. That's so dope. And I'm just like, that's crazy. Cause like I, if you ever talk to me like that, we got problems. <laughs> For real. Cause it was, it was I've actually. I've broken up with men that have just said some disrespectful shit to me. It was a challenge. Yeah. Cause I'm not a disrespectful yeah. person by nature. I'm very loving and caring. So for somebody to say like, I want you to like, just talk to me crazy. Like, you know, just be like, oh, you fucking, you ain't, I. like, like you're just fucking dirty, you dirty fucking whore. Like, Ooh. you know, you piece of shit. Like. I'm gonna crush your sick. testicles with my heel. Yeah, all that shit. My six inch slippery stiletto. Yeah. My no, six I mean, inch red slippery <laughs> stiletto. You gotta put those adjectives in there, yeah. feel. Man, no, he just wanted to be disrespected. Damn, I don't know. Wild. Like he was like, yeah, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm call the cops on you. Like he liked that shit. Mm -hmm. Like he liked that. I'm like, I'm gonna call, you know, he liked just the, just, you know, that was just his thing. So I was like, all right. Well, to each his own. I, I don't. Yeah, judge we don't judge. People. We don't judge. I'm not a judger. I, I'm not a judger I'm not at a judger. all. Like, I don't. Like, sexuality to me is always yeah, been gray, and I think that's why maybe I'm. I don't mind talking about sex yeah. and stuff because I realize that's really one of the biggest problems of, um, re with relationships. I feel like people aren't really honest about what they yeah, like agree. and what they desire, and I think it's really important to be honest about that because sex can make or break any relationship you know people how many people have been gay and have hid their gay yeah to their significant their hetero significant mm -hmm. other and then years later i'm gay how horrible torturous is that yeah to, live in to a be hiding life, to be hiding who you really are because yeah. you're afraid of your family and society so i think it's really important i think that's where 
you know, for me, it's really important to just allow people to be themselves, no matter what. I mean, I've heard some crazy shit. I've but, heard some crazy shit, but too. But yeah. it doesn't, it never makes me... React. Um, yeah, it negatively. never makes yeah, I me... I never react I just find it more fascinating yeah. because everybody's so different, you know? Yeah. So I think for me, it's like... I'm just kind of maybe it's just like I'm so used to it now and me being talking like me talking about sex people kind of automatically think that that's what I'm about all the time and I'm like no like I'm just a woman that just yeah. has different that I'm not gonna live by societies like what people say like oh she talked like I don't care about none of that I wear so many different hats this is just mm -hmm. one part of me if that's what you want to classify me as by all means you can classify me but I'm gonna always break the molds. I'm always yeah. gonna be outside the I box. I think that's what a lot of people think uh, think too about my podcast because it's mm. called the Good Mouth, and I do talk a lot about a sexual and sexual things and relationships mm -hmm. and. Um, I think people think I'm like that normal in everyday life. So mm -hmm. sometimes when people uh, I talk to people, they come at me a little sideways. I'm like, whoa, like I'm off work. I'm like off duty, like. You know, like that happens to me. Yeah, yeah, I shows, know that happens. To I get you. off the yeah. stage, and it's like I've heard some crazy shit. Yeah, but or they I, approach you in a very inappropriate manner because I feel they think that your I talking inviting. is an invitation. Invitation, yeah, yeah. I actually have a poem about that. It's called. <gasps> yeah, it's actually about that same concept. Do you know what the scientific like, name for that is? What it of uh, men thinking something's an invitation when it's not what it's it? called sexual over perception bias which is an absolute red flag uh when it comes to relationships um i did all this fucking research on it for one of my other episodes um but yeah that's what it's called and it's a major red flag um when it comes to uh toxicity especially if they don't under when you when you try to have a conversation about that with them um, and the way they react can tell you if they are healthy or toxic or not. Because I think some guys just are not sure anyway. They just don't have any like home training when it comes to women and right. how to approach women. So it, when, um, I know I've been said, to, I've said people have, men have said things to me and I'm like, whoa, like this is not the place. Like right. you wanna come on an episode, we could talk about that. But like, I'm not like, sucking your dick in the bathroom right now. I have, yeah, I should, you know read, I, mean? I should I have this piece that I did and the concept behind the piece was so, um, a lot of people do approach me after, mm -hmm. I'll get off the stage and have people be like, what that mouth do that? Like, it's just, Ew. it becomes like very like, I guess it cuts through all the bullshit. So it lets, it's like, oh yeah, I, I, in their minds, because I did this poem and they, it, it can be vivid and depending on the man and the attention span, like, they've already probably imagined, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, at this point, what's up? I'm trying to see if it's really what I'm thinking, if it, you know, because she's talking about this and, you know, all these different things. And I get it, I know what I do. I'm not, you know, I'm not naive to the fact that I talk about sex, so I'm gonna get that energy. Mm -hmm. um, so I created a piece based on that, where it was like, you know, doing business with people and having people assume that that's, you know, when a woman wants to do business with a man, that it's to do the business, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I don't, we're adults, right? So at the end of the day, two people together that are attracted to each other, shit happens, so be it. But when it comes to business, I'd like to approach it. If that's how you want to approach me, let's do it that way. And then yeah. if it builds something else, so be it. So be it, yeah. Like, unless you're just trying to fuck me, you know what I'm saying? Then approach me that way. Like, but let's not, 
you know what I'm saying, try to disguise your attempt to fuck me as business. Yeah, that because, happens to me too. Because that's just not, for I'm, yeah, I, I, I legitimately. Don't fuck, I don't fuck my people I work with, right. my coworkers. Right, Like exactly. I don't do that, because it just makes it weird. Exactly, so um, I, I just don't, I try to, you know, That's why I just contract everything out. <laughs> I don't hire. Right. <laughs> we don't hire anybody, we just do contracts. Right. So after the contract's over, we can fuck. Right. Anyways. Um, so, and another thing that I noticed too, um, because after my divorce, you know, I went on a shit ton of dates. So it was very easy for me to identify patterns in the men. Um, one thing that I felt was always good to do, um, is when you are flirting, um, sitting next to each other flirting, not really like across like eye level, more like next to each other. Um, this is also good if you're trying to get information from the person or you want them to feel vulnerable, specifically a male. Um, and then bonus points, I haven't tested this out, but I feel like it would be correct. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, I was reading about how a man will be more open and when he's talking, if he's in the middle of an activity where he's using his hands, like whether it's like cooking or eating, um, I don't know, fixing something or whatever, but um, men are more likely to talk more if their hands are busy. Mm. Like it's some kind of weird thing. Have you noticed that? Well, maybe because they don't feel as if it's less, um, you know, direct, right? Probably, because they're, yeah, they're, doing, they're doing something, something and then they can, you know what I mean? And it kind of, instead of just being on the spot and being like, oh my God, she's asking me questions. Yeah. And, you know, so maybe I can kind of see where that would be a thing, where that would work for sure. Yeah. Um, I usually, I mean, I usually just, you know, get high and like smoke with them and, yeah. and like, just I, talk. Yeah. And just, I, I don't know. I've just always been pretty like, I think the one thing I've always been really good at, a skill of mine that I've had for so long was just building relationships. So I've always had the ability to like build and bonds and like connect with people because like I'm always very like curious to know like where they're from and who are you and what yeah. kind of person you're. I you love know, learning stuff like that know? about new people. Yeah, and I and and then and then to really hear what they have to say, but not only that, I think because my own life experiences, mm -hmm. because you know some of them and I meet, you know, the things that they've gone through in life. Um, there's, you know, people kind of prejudge, you know, yeah, what I'm yeah. and so I kind of let people, and my own experience and things I've been through have made it easier for people to be a little bit more open and honest about yeah. like, what they have going on. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, I use, I use my own experiences, um, you know, not to jump off topic, oh, no, but you're like, fine. um, yeah, I use my own experiences to kind of break down the wall. Yeah, I do the same, same. And I think that helps too, because we've lived a lot of different places yeah. and have encountered so many different people. Mm -hmm. Like we can adapt really easily right. to whatever the, the, is in the environment. Right, to understand yeah. where people are coming from, even people that don't, I mean, I, I, people that don't really speak English really well, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they have the accents or that don't, you know, that don't have, and like I'm, I grew up in Japan, you know, on a military base so yeah. it's like i'm so used to being in a foreign country being around foreign people so my and patience is yeah. like i have a lot of patience as well with that you know i take my time and get you know and i also think even like you and i are both i've always had a lot more male friends too yeah and i think part of that reason is also since our fathers grew up or we grew up on military bases 
we were all like we were always around a lot of male a lot figures, of masculine energy. a lot right. of masculine energy right so and growing up we were able to like read that better right. i feel because you know the military is like mostly men when you go to your dad's work i've gone to my dad's work or even the events or it's even all, working on or, yeah right, even working oh yeah men. even working right. as a civilian on a military base it's mostly men oh yeah yeah absolutely okinawa was like yeah when i worked in um i worked in, I was well like there was like a hor crazy ratio of men to women wasn't there for oh, in okinawa it was like 10 men 10 men to one woman yeah. so you could be very picky on who, a woman could be very picky right on who she wanted to date right which was awesome yeah it was in, it was pretty insane i was just glad i was there a little older like yeah had I been there when i was younger man i don't know they probably would have been tossing me around <laughs> spit spit <laughs> this is a little this is a new las vegas dildo <laughs> Oh, but, shit. Um, Anyways. No, but I'm glad that I got there a little bit more experience as far as, like, with people because, you know, I was able to kind of, like, you know, keep those energies yeah. away yeah. and, you know, and realize what it was. You know, instead of being naive and be like, oh, my God, anything's so pretty. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I still do. Oh, yes, <laughs> like, it's different from, I appreciate, don't get me wrong, I appreciate a man complimenting me. I love it. Yeah. I love men that, you know, put thought into, like, yeah, what I they say. It's the effort. Like, if a guy, you know, if a guy or girl, if they want to do something, they're going to do it. Right. So, I mean, it just is what it is. If that person doesn't do it, that's not their norm or they don't want to. A man told me one time, he said, if you can make a man swallow his pride and do something he said he would never do, you got him. Oh, you guys hear that? Repeat that for everybody. <laughs> he, he said, if you can make a man swallow his pride and do something like he said he would never do, then you got him. Ooh. That's how you know like he really likes you because he's going against everything that he believes to like you know and that's another to... thing that's what remember we were talking about this at dinner i was like i love when even people not even a man right. like if i'm meeting new people or we're all going out to eat uh people that aren't afraid to try different foods yeah. uh a little adventurous a little adventurous you, you know? know just like take a little i mean i'm you know i'm not saying hey let's jump out of a plane but yeah. like you know let's but if you want to i'm down Right. I will always jump out of a plane. Well, yeah. I want parachute. Uh, or they attach, you attach yourself to the guy. Tandem. Yeah. Tandem. Yeah. Um, another thing, the, going back to what you were saying for the, when the guy, when you get the guy. Oh, fuck, my fucking laptop's about to die. Um, another thing, there's like a guy back there. Another, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Squirrel. But, so yeah, when you got them like that, also when you got them doing um, stuff that they never did, I think I another good one to ask for a favor or have them do something they didn't do, haven't done before, is to look them in the eyeballs, like direct eye contact. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I, I, that's when you need a favor what... or you want something or you want to go do something, and you're, you know, when you want really genuinely want something, you need a direct eye contact with that other person. You know, I've had the eye contact thing. It's funny because. I mean, a lot of people that I've, you know, just met and, you know, whether it's having conversations, I know men will be like, you're just like looking at me in my, I, you know, it just kind of like very, I'm like, I mean, where, where else am I supposed to look? Yeah. Because I think sometimes you're so used to being around people who aren't confident or who aren't, yeah. 
or who are a little like they're shy and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I get up on stage and talk about some crazy shit. I was like, if I can't talk to you and have a yeah. conversation with you, look your, in your eyes. Yeah. I was, I'm not gonna look. I, it's really helped me, you know, just in just I'm really just being, you know, being able to like have that kind of like really strong, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, ability yeah. to like connect, you know. One thing I admire about you, Jennifer, is you have very high standards and expectations when you're dating or talking to men. Ha Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Um, I have a few, um, but I do feel that like having high standards, having high expectations, creating boundaries right at the beginning um, keeps you from shitty experiences. Like I feel like yours are very specific. <laughs> I remember before uh, I learned no, all my stuff from Jen. All my men, all my men. Um, I was going to say manipulation. All my persuasion, all my persuasion tactics, I've learned from you. Um, there was another one where a guy, so I remember vaguely a guy wanted to go out to eat and he asked you where you wanted to go. You gave him, we, we, I picked the place. <laughs> I was like, this place is good. Let's go here. But then he changed it up and then he's like, oh, let's just grab a drink. And then you said something like, oh, well, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. Or so, I forgot yeah, what it was. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Can mm -hmm. you uh, walk us through that? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, well, I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And you're talking about drinking. I don't even drink like that, so that doesn't really entice me. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about food, that's you know, it's a little bit easier Feed to get. Feed me and tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it's not about, and like, I could pay for my own damn food. Yeah, it's not about something, getting free food. But, you know, yeah. I've come to this place in life where... I don't want to, I've done so much putting myself aside for other people yeah, and trying to make sure everyone else is okay and okay, well, what do you want to do and what is this and how do you, and especially when it comes to men, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because it's kind of a weakness in my life, my kryptonite maybe, that's why I am the way I am with men now um, because I realize how much of, um, how much distraction people can cause in my life mm -hmm. where I need somebody in my life who's going to be more is going to be on the other side of that where it's not a distraction but it's helpful it's supportive yeah, like and a it's uplifting yeah absolutely so um that situation it was like yeah you wanted to you were like oh pick a restaurant let's do it but I'm like hey like I'm you know I actually have things going on today I have a friend of mine with me so unless there's not a group you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's not like a group trip then I can't, you know, I can't do that today. But then it was like, oh, okay, well, let's go do this and let's go grab a drink and let's go, you know, and I'm like, it's just yeah, not what it's I wanted okay to do. It's okay to say no. Like, yeah, and that's the thing. And it's you okay. don't have to have a reason, I feel. I feel like you even don't. I do it a lot too, where I'm like, I feel like I have to ex over explain myself, but that's well, like women. a trauma response. It yeah. is. We're women and we've been, you know, we've been conditioned to, and not even women, just people, period. So I've, you know, I've done a job where, um, you know, I, I've, I've done fundraising mm -hmm. and when you're talking to people and, you know, they're trying to give you an excuse for why they can't or whatever, yeah. I, everybody feels like they have to explain why they can't. Why they, can. they feel this, un, yeah. this, they just have to like, 
Like, instead of saying like, no, I can't do it right now, walking away, people get like, oh my God, no, like, I just, you know, so this happened and like, I just can't. And you know, they just feel like yeah. they have to explain. So I feel like the same thing happens for women. Yeah. Okay, well, it's I, definitely we, a trauma have, we have plans, so what's going on? Why can't you? I'm like, look, I, I have other things. The one thing I try to tell people all the time is right now in my life, a relationship, a romantic relationship with a man is not my priority. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So 2022, a romantic and relationship is not my priority. Now, what is a priority in my life? My daughter. And me. And, of course, myself. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what that means is what I have going on in my life is I'm doing shows and I'm in the studio. I'm really trying to, like... You know what I'm saying? I'm really Yeah, you've got a lot, of cool, got a lot of cool things coming up. And I just don't want to um, invite and be distracted because I am easily distracted. <laughs> easily. <laughs> <laughs> if the vibes are great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm like a Wi-Fi router, right? I like, I, or maybe I'm like a phone. Like I like to connect to like really high signals. You know what I mean? I look for the, you know, my, my roommate before used to tell me, I was like a Wi-Fi router. Like I'm always looking for like the strongest signal and vibes and stuff yeah. like that because that's kind of what I go off of. People. Yeah, it's not necessarily how somebody looks. Like it keeps I, you know, from shitty experiences. It's absolutely. okay to have standards and boundaries with your energy and time. Yeah, but yeah, it, you're right. It absolutely is okay for you to decide to pick yourself. And sometimes people will make you feel like, um, you know, you're being selfish for doing it and stuff like that. And that's the part where I'm like, no. I'm at the end of the day, we want to make sure. We're good inside, so we yeah. can be good for the people around us. Yeah. Um, just because I'm focusing on, you know, my career and, and really pushing out, you know, just the my art and just like the things that are going on with that, doesn't mean it, I can't be with somebody who, you know what I mean, who who can be a part of that and support me. Yeah. My experience is that a lot of people can't handle, you know what I'm saying, kind of that kind of relationship. Yeah, so either, I would agree. You know, and that's and that's okay. You know, it, like I want people to be honest with themselves because I don't want to make anybody else uncomfortable yeah. either. So what I've come to the conclusion, I've, I, well, I've come to the conclusion that I just don't need to be in a relationship right now. I don't mind, you know, meeting men or, you know, companionship or hanging out sometimes or maybe mm -hmm. going on a date every once in a while. Um, but I don't, I'm not looking for anything really... Um, too concrete at the moment because my main focus is myself and my career. So, you know, if people want to just be a part of that as far yeah. as like, you know, casually or, you know, just supporting me as a person, yeah. by all means, I'm with that. Yeah. AKA, we want lovers. Anyways. <laughs> um, I think uh, you touched on this a little bit. And I think when it goes back to with the pride thing, if you got, if you get a guy to swallow his pride, you got him forever. Yeah. And this almost is, um, if a man likes you, it's almost like he's not scared of you in a sense, but like he is very conscious to not disrespect a woman, I feel. Right. In that sense. Not really scared like, oh my God, she's going to beat me. But like, <laughs> you know, just that kind of thing. All right. So now that we've gotten all of our girl talk, what about when signs of either words or actions that a guy um, will do to show that he's not into you. So signs of where I feel that a guy's not really into me or into me just to like fuck, you know, um, would be going to a bar as a date. Like one, I don't think going to a bar for a, or a nightclub is a date, like for people that are just meeting. Um, anyone that says they wanna take it slow, cause I say that and I don't like, 
I'm using that as an excuse. That's my excuse. Even though it's really, I just want to focus on myself. I just, I want the person around. I don't want to be in a relationship, but maybe uh, they're like my lover, you know, okay. if that makes sense. Um, so I feel like if a guy says that, like to me, he's like, I'm not really looking for a relationship. I want to take it slow. It's the same thing. Like he's not looking, he does. He's not looking for a relationship. He just wants to kind of like fuck. Right, he just wants you around. Yes, you know, yeah. Okay. So um, if there is excuses, like countless excuses when meeting, I'm like, yeah, he's not into it. Mm. Um, Cause I was gonna say, men, I feel like men aren't afraid of ruining friendships with women. Oh, to like to, pretty much to, to pretty much press the line and say, I want to fuck you. Yeah, or even be with you. Like if a I guy, even you. if your friend that's a guy wants to be in a relationship with you or just have sex, they're not, they won't be afraid to do it. I feel like most, like men aren't afraid to do that. What do you think? Um, I think it just depends on the scenario, but in general, like in general, like I feel they aren't. Yeah, I mean... Maybe the more closer guy friends will be like, yo, no, this is weird. Right, yeah. But I mean, if it's right. like just like an acquaintance yeah, guy friend. Yeah, where it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, you just met and you got, it can go either way. I think in my experience, I think people kind of wait on my lead because I'm very adamant on like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I've been very, I've been pretty, uh, my foot's been down, you know? Yeah. So it's like people are like, you know, ever since I got in my relationship, I've had people proposition me or want to be in a relationship with me, but I've been very adamant on the fact that I'm nowhere, my mental space is nowhere near yeah. close to being able to handle um, caring about another person another person besides my family, my, yeah. my daughter, like yeah. myself. Like I don't, I just can't. So I, I try to, you know, kind of say that up front, you know, so they understand that. And even after, let's say, uh, let's say I'm just like kind of hanging with somebody or dating and we decide to mess around or whatever it is. I mean, I'm very just like disconnected from the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason for that is because I, you know, like even after, like I don't, I'm not the type of person that's going to call every day after it happens or like. Yeah, I me too. I'm not I'm like very, that. It's just like if they hit me up, I'll respond. I was like, but it doesn't change. Even, even if. I mean, even if it was an amazing experience, I mean, because I've had some amazing experiences and it's not because I don't like it or I don't like them. It's I'm saving myself and my energy because I understand that, oh man, he is really great. We had a great time, but realistically, I just don't have it in me to like- Ah, uh, I get that. Get yeah, so yeah, I purposely yeah. kind of like distance myself from situations um, because I know myself. Yeah. I am actually a diehard romantic. I'm mm -hmm. all about, I love loving. I'm, relationships aren't a problem for me but because i know the kind of i'm a freaking poet for god's mm -hmm. sake so that's not one of the most romantic yeah like professions of all time she be chiseling <laughs> i'm chiseling i'm in here i'm chiseling i'm throwing up the windows <laughs> but like i just can't i just can't i can't handle that right now so i'm very i've just been very just like mm -hmm. keep things very casual I don't mind meeting new people. Um, you know, some people become friends, you know, other people kind of make it very apparent that they want more than that. And, you know, I'm pretty honest about like what it is, but also at the same time, I know it can be frustrating, you know, for maybe somebody who maybe wants a little bit more and I don't give them that attention or whatever. But like I say to anyone, like my 
my priority is not a man. Yeah. As much as I yeah. think you're an amazing man, and I think that never going you're, to be a you've priority. got a great vibe and all those things. Right now, at this space in my life, my priority is to ensure that I create. You know, what I'm saying general. You know, generational wealth for me and my family yeah. to ensure that we can be good. That's what I want That's to focus on. That's the number on. one. That is yeah. the number one. And once that happens, everything else will fall in line. I am focusing on making this happen. I came to Vegas to follow my dreams. I came to Vegas after years of just, you know what I mean? I've lived so many different lives. It's finally, I've come to this place in my life where I'm more secure about who I am as a person. I'm more confident about who I am as a person. Yeah. Um, whereas maybe before I really was, I was just kind of like, you know, I was, I was living, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I was living life, but you know, maybe my motivations were a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, what excites me? Being in a studio, yeah. being on stage. Yeah, you know, I can't um, wait till I'm excited to be shows. on stage. I'm still it's nervous. Be yeah, anxious, anxious. It's anxious. It's a thank you. Yeah. Um, Jen knows all about my uh, stage fright, and she gave me a great piece of advice. Literally five minutes after another, the same great piece of advice from another friend, where I talked about my apprehension about getting on stage. And what you both of you said in different words, both of you said that the the nervousness and anxiety is just energy and emotion. What, wait, what did you guys say? It was so good. It pretty much um, the nerves that you feel is actually more. You're, you're just anxious to get on stage. Your mm -hmm. energy, you're ready to get on stage. So all that energy is just building, mm -hmm. and people take it because you know, like think about it, adrenaline. Your yeah, it's like a flight. So you get flight. that kind of like shaky feeling, and people yeah. think it's nerves. Yeah. When in actuality. In some cases, it's, I mean, well, in you my case, you have to you're, definitely you're, shift the you're perspective. Ready, you're ready to perform. Yeah. You're ready to share. You're ready to just, it's almost like um, when you shake a, a, a bottle, like a soda bottle, mm -hmm. and it builds up and builds up, and now you're thinking that's nerves, but it's really not. You know, once mm -hmm. you let it go, it's just like, Oof. you know, and then it feels good, and yeah. you get up there, and it's amazing, and I you explode on stage. Explode on stage, yes. Um, but that, and it goes, that goes back to being in a relationship. I feel like being in a relationship, that person should always make you feel good, not worse. So if you're confused, drop them. If you don't feel good about what's happening, try to use your words to compromise and create a, uh, that make sure you guys are on the same page as far as expectations and boundaries. Yeah, I think the problem is people think that you have to have a specific like horrible reason for breaking up. Like if yeah. you are in a relationship, okay, let's say you're in a relationship now, um, and you don't wanna be, or you feel really like drained, yeah. and you're not feeling, like you're feeling like maybe you have to dim your light, or you're just not feeling 100% yourself. Um, why is that not a good enough reason to leave somebody? Yeah, exactly. So many people think it has to be because of cheating, because there's another Lying person, because whatever. they're an alcoholic, because, okay, yeah, those are really understandable yeah, reasons, reasons for why you yeah. want to leave. But another reason for leaving, if you just don't, like, don't get, don't let people mistake it and say, oh, you're not trying. You didn't, oh, you, you, you didn't try. You don't, you're not trying hard enough. You gotta, you gotta keep on going with the relationship. No. no. But what if... You have tried. Yeah, and you're just done. And, and you're just done. It gets a place where you have tried, you put the effort in because you do care. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, I've tried, I feel like it's not going anywhere, so now I can walk away. 
why is that not an okay yeah. reason to say I did try to make it work it just something's just off and then that's what it is I tried and tried I felt and then one day I had literally just didn't care anymore yeah. I was like I am tired right and I'm done and then yeah. the next day I went to the courthouse to file for divorce yeah yeah there were a couple other things sprinkled in there but I just saved that save that for like finale episode. <laughs> <laughs> It'll bring my ex on. Yeah. Anyway, not really. Um, one thing I do uh, think when it comes to relationships and words, as long as the man or anybody, the words have to be consistent with the actions in order for that person to have a green flag. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. main one. They can tell you I'm going to be there for you all the time and then they never show up to anything and you're like, yeah, exactly. You know, um, yeah, I support you. I'm going to mm -hmm. be there. Whatever it is, whatever the situation is, you know? Yeah. Um, I just absolutely, I agree with that two words and actions, you know, have to match. Yep. And to, we're going to close this out. We're pretty much almost done. So we, fun fact, me and Jen used to have a car crew. It was just me and her. We had these decals made. The decals were um, it was, a v and a C. was a V and a C for Voodoo Coochie. What we were thinking, we have no idea, but that was our car crew. We got little decals for it um, because <laughs> we are about to give you the formula for the Voodoo Coochie. Yeah, the formula. <laughs> so these are the things that we know for a fact um, as per a heterosis male's sexual fantasy or sexual i guess to arise um the sexual energy in the relationship i guess you would say um i think relationships or i guess not even a relationship if you want to level level up in general with um a heterosis male these are the things that i found work really really well um stroking a man's ego Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, in general terms, um, uh, men love power and control based around their egos, um, and you got to stroke it. You got to stroke their egos. You got to stroke it. Yeah, big time. And it's not just, I feel like it's not just um, giving fake compliments. I mean, give genuine compliments, but give um, meaningful ones. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I remember, uh, I was going to do the piano one where I was like, you got to compliment something that not a lot of people would compliment. Mm -hmm. Like something obscure, but you know it's important to that individual. You know what I mean? Same thing in sales. Yeah. I'm giving a compliment you gotta find, to somebody yeah. walking on the street and I'm trying to get somebody's attention. She has green hair. So yeah, I'm sure she's heard five million compliments, but she's wearing really pretty earrings yeah she's wearing a chain that's really just kind of intricate i'm like oh my god i love your necklace where'd you yeah get that? i mean i could I, details I, yeah you know? it's in the detail i'm, I'm like speaking mostly about men because i'm a woman but in general these can work both ways absolutely compliment an obscure thing that is a detail like a and, woman's eyebrow oh yeah oh yeah fuck it please compliment my eyebrows do you know how long like i gotta get my microblading redone it literally took me like 20 minutes to do my eyebrows this morning. I fucking... I know. I was watching this happen. As I'm just getting ready, I'm just seeing her like... <laughs> I was getting really angry. Um, I've also found out that... Uh, figured out or... And with, along with... Uh, in other interviews and talking to other men... 
something very important is uh, sucking dick. In, in, in the man's eyes, mm -hmm. it is a very integral part of... For a lot of men, yeah. For the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I actually... Oh, shit, you know what? Oh, my God, this is actually full circle. Um, oral sex is one of the temperature checks in a relationship. Um, they did this huge study on it, how if... Um, you're in a committed relationship and the oral sex, not even the regular penetration sex, oral sex is like on the decline, then you need to do something with your relationship to increase that back up. It is a very, there is a high correlation to um, oral sex and relationship satisfaction. Ooh. So I thought that was fascinating for both men and women, more so for men, um, but uh, percentage wise, but it is for men and women. So I thought that was interesting. So uh, the cunnilingus and fellatio are a must. Complimenting obscure details. And um, what do you th else do you think would be a good formula for that gorilla grip? For a committed relationship? Anything. I mean, it could be anything. I mean, if I'm not even in a relationship and I'm flirting with a guy, I'm going to stroke their ego. Mm -hmm. And you're going to suck their dick. <laughs> I'm not going to suck their dick yet. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I haven't decided that yet, but I'm just, I guess I'm speaking in general terms, like what are like the top three things that will keep somebody interested? Mystery. Yeah. Mystery is the other one. Being hot and mysterious. Mm -hmm. So you can't always be available. Mm -hmm. um, stroking the ego of the other person. And, and then oral them. sex. Yeah, those are three good ones. I think that's kind of um, yeah. Maybe that's like the dating. Yeah, I mean, that even in relation. I mean, I must say. I mean, I've 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 been in relationships, and when it comes to like oral sex, that's a, that's an absolute. That's a big one. Yeah, oral sex. When it comes is a to second date, I mean, because most men, it's like they, you know, if 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 a woman can, you know, I'm saying suck a good dick, they're probably gonna keep them around. Yeah, I actually interviewed a comedian before and we were talking about how you would break up, how and why you would break up with someone. And he said for sure, if the head game was trash. trash. I was like, and I even asked him, I was like, well, what if she's like beautiful? She's fucking smart. She got her own shit going on, whatever. But the fucking, all the other um, facets are uh, like 100%. But the head game is like, like 4%. 4%. And he said, 15%. He, he said, hell no. He said, shit ain't A1A100 if the head game sucks. So I feel like being. But then you reversed it. And you said, okay, what if her head game was yeah. amazing? Yeah. I, oh, you're then, right. I did. Everything I said, was like kind of mediocre, like, eh, nothing too yeah. special, kind of whack, don't cook, you know. But like, the head game was on point. He specifically said that the woman will always have a special place in his heart and he will always make sure she's right, which I thought was fascinating. That just goes to show, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> the key to a man's heart is not only in his stomach. It's a little bit down <laughs> but lower. But his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a piece about that, you know, um, at my fingertips. And in the... In oh, we can play it at the end. Yeah. Um, and, and the piece is really about... It, it is about sucking dick. It was written not specifically from a situation. It was, it was written because I was trying to prove that 
there was a gentleman at a party or at a barbecue saying he was complaining about the poetry situation. A friend of mine, a friend of mine was talking about poetry, her poems and stuff. And we're at a barbecue, you're not supposed to do this. So I wrote this poem because I was trying to show him that all poetry isn't the same and so and that you would like it because he was kind of like i don't like poetry i'm like you want to bet you like poetry yeah. and I you're gonna like choose. this poetry motherfucker. right so i let him kind of choose the subject that i wrote about which yeah. was and he he said d's nuts in your mouth so the original name of the poem was not at my fingertips it was d's nuts so <laughs> i wrote this poem to show him that yeah you can like all you know we just got to find the right subject matter yeah. the right topic but you know there's a poem for everybody yeah and so I read it and he was like, can you read it again? Yeah. It's slower. And can I record you? Because <laughs> he's going to listen to it later. Guaranteed. Right. Exactly. So it just show it just goes to show, you know, when it comes to certain things, when it comes to like even just, you know, giving head and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's a very important part. And in, like I said, like I was trying to bring it around, the re in my poem, I talked about your power at my fingertips. Mm -hmm. and there's a reason why I even mention that is because I think it's almost um, and maybe women, whether they agree with me or not, but to me, giving head is is powerful. Yeah, I agree. Because at that moment, I am in yeah. full control of how of you the feel, situation. Yeah. how you react, how you. You know, and at this moment, like, it's pretty much all of your attention and mm -hmm. your thoughts and your brain is as in tune to, like, everything that I'm doing right now. Yeah. Because I know with a man especially, you know. Very visual. Well, not even that, but oh. the blood. You know what I mean? Oh. Blood flow. Yes, so now yes, everything yes. is, like, focused in on this moment. Everything, you know, whatever I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, like, I enjoy that. Yeah, uh, I it's like more of a, too. It's more of a power trip for me. People are like, oh, do you really enjoy sucking dick? And I'm like, I enjoy the power of it. Yeah. I enjoy being able to take a, a the, man. The sexual roller coaster. And a man yeah. who, like, to, to be able to have this moment, this very intimate moment. And, like, in this moment, like, he's at my fingertips. Like, I can, I love it. We'll can, play that one at the know, end. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I you know what I mean? Like I, this is me. I'm running shit right now. Yeah. Like it, no matter what he got, like it doesn't even matter this moment. This is my moment. And he, you know what I'm saying? He's at my mm -hmm. you know, fingertips and I'm making him feel great. So it's kind of a power thing for me. Mm -hmm. And that to me turns me on, you know? Yeah. Like, I, agree. You know, agree. Like, I agree. You know, when you try to take that moment, like I can make him feel how I want. Yeah. You know, agree. Agree. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, I mean, essentially, you're only as good as you can communicate, whether it's physically or sexually or emotionally or with your words or whatever. Um, we're going to end this off, though. What is your go-to line when you're fucking to make the guy come? Or is that too much? Oh, well, no. I was going to uh, tell you mine. Um, if, like... I hate to say it like this, not if I want to get it over with, but like if I'm done, you know, and I'm like ready to fucking chill, I'll say come in my mouth. Yeah. And then they'll just come. They won't, sometimes they don't even come in my mouth. I mean, I say it a little bit more sexual. Yeah. Or if I say like, tell me when you're going to come and they get all fucking, they're like, ching. Yeah. It's or like, yeah, yeah. In their ear. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Mine's like, you know, I'll take that dick. Ah, like, like, like oh, give like, me that like, dick. It, yeah, it kind of like in their ear as they're like, and then it's just ah. like, yeah, I'll, take that. I'll take that dick, daddy. Ooh, 
Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think like what it, it else kind of makes them one. it just lets loose mm. and then they just Yeah, the tell me when you're coming and then say come in my mouth. Um, or do you want you gotta give them the option. Most of the time they just like come right away, but then sometimes they will want to come in your mouth. So I mean, figure out if you spit or swallow. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, like, you know, and not even get it over with, but if I just Yeah, feel, I don't want to get it over with. No, That's I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I know what you're saying. Like, at the, like when you're, like, at the pinnacle at the, yeah. of, like, your, you know, or it's, um, or. That sounds bad. I should what makes that. them. Climax fast? No, what, like, if, if they're, okay, so, like, if I'm about to come. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, like, daddy, I'm about to come. And that'll trigger them. Oh, then, yeah. okay, here we go. So let me see. One of my favorite things to do is... Like, yeah, come on, the, come on my dick. Yeah, yeah, okay. one of my favorite things to do is, yeah, when I'm about to come, I will ask that, I will tell them verbally and sexy that I'm about to come. And then I'm just gonna, then I will be like, tell me when you're coming. And then I'll be like, do you want to come in my mouth? Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that usually amps up the fucking energy big yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. I mean, but for the most part, yeah. That's yeah, that one always usually, usually yeah. works for me mm -hmm. to amp it up because then it gets, um, it'll get real nasty after that. Yeah. In a good way. I know. Yeah. Like, tell me. I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do I like a dirty too. talk though. I like dirty talk. I, I can't have silent sex. Like you gotta tell me fucking something. I'm always, you gotta say something to me. I'm always like, I'm pretty verbal. So yeah, same. Uh, even if they're quiet, I'm pretty verbal. I can't, but I, I can can't pull, fuck a quiet guy. I can, uh, I can pull it out of him. What do you, what do you say? Here we go. Then this is what I need. Cause if I'm, if, if I'm fucking guy and he's fucking quiet, I'm going to fucking stop. No, I talk. And then I'll ask him questions. Yeah, but what if he's just like, oh, like he doesn't respond? Some guys need to focus and concentrate, so I get that too. There's some people that I think just have to focus. Mm, that makes and concentrate. sense. Like, that makes sense. They're like trying to get their nuts, so they're just like, mm -hmm. uh, I can't. You know what I mean? They don't want to ruin the thing. Or I'll be like, um, maybe I'll mention something about their, maybe like, oh, I love that dick. Or, you know, and they'll be like, oh, you like oh that my dick? other one is, you, like um, you know, that guy, or I feel I like. Guys really like is you make me feel so good, baby. Yeah, yeah, that one's always a good one. Yeah, that's always a. Classic. It depends on like I, I've just been. I think I've been manifesting really amazing experiences in my life. <laughs> Maybe it's the poetry because I put it out into the universe. Yeah, so then it becomes like the people that are like they understand what I'm saying or they feel it or yeah. whatever. And once I do, like. Because it just well, depends. Yeah, but. sex and relationships is universal. And I really honestly think that your words and your poems are very timeless. Like if I pulled out a tablet, like a chiseled one with your <laughs> words on it, it would still be valid. Right. It would. Whether it's 500 be. years in the future or if it was like 500 years in the past, they'll probably have tablets like stone tablets in the future just because like the earth is going to get fucked up anyway. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that was it. Do you have any last words? Because this was our dirty talk listening party. It is your listening party because I'm gonna put your three uh, three poems in here or whatever. How many poems? Yeah, we'll be, figure it out. Well, yeah, and then we can. I mean that. Or, after I edit it, mm -hmm, or even the song or something. Oh yeah, I want to do the song for sure because that sounds dope. Um, but uh, go ahead, give us all your social media. Oh yeah, we're reach well, um, and talk about your uh, the. You're gonna talk about the EP you're working on. 
or no, not yet. Yeah, I'll talk about that, and I'm gonna say the next time we talk, uh, you'll have yes, a song. Yes. So then the next time we do a show, so that way it'll just yes, kind of it'll that. be a little bit more. Um, no, I'll like, have the music yeah. actually like mixed and mastered. I'd hate to like give yeah. the world half-assedness. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Well, you can follow me, uh, Jen from Japan, J E N N F R O M J A P A N. I'm on everything, uh, YouTube, um, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Check out my website, jenforjapan.com. Um, you have a link to all my videos there, show dates, schedules, and all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, I am, you know, it does primarily the poetry side of things. Um, I have some music I'm working on. I haven't dropped um, yet, but I do have an EP coming up and you'll get the, mm -hmm. you'll get to share. I had a sneak peek in the studio yeah. the other day and I'm so excited yeah, for it. Yeah, completely different vibes. Super, it's I stayed so, so true to like poetry. I think that was my main objective yeah. in life. Was like, like, you didn't want, I am a poet yeah. and I want to stay in my lane of a poet. It's definitely you know? something I haven't heard before in terms of, um, I guess, eardrum aesthetic yeah like i've never heard i've the sound was very it was very cool i yeah. can't explain it but it did it wasn't a song it's not like a song song right it is it's just like a beautiful like encapsulate i feel i felt like i was a in fucking shakespeare because I, I i feel like there should be a harp player <laughs> the guy with the little uh thing what is that called uh a band? Not it's not a banjo. It's some kind of like you know back in the. Oh, I know, I know, day. but I know what it's. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's a. I don't know. Oh, I, I know. It. We'll figure I it out. It. We'll yeah. figure it out. I'll write it like in the fucking. Like yeah. we were talking about this. <laughs> uh, yep. Follow me, Instacrista, I N S T A dot C R I S T A on all platforms, um, or the Good Milf Jen from Japan, and we're out. My flight, oh no, my flight did not get delayed. So we ain't going to Vegas I changed my yet. fucking flight to leave at midnight. So we're going back to the studio. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're with the ships. You've been listening to the Good Milf Podcast. Join us every Monday as Krista talks shit and gives free advice based on firsthand experiences and scientific research. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and follow us on all platforms. Visit www.thegoodmilf.com for our latest updates and merch.